0: Yeah, yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear it. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleeper but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed, huh? Yeah, Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow, looks back, the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the just five minutes, and you about ready to quit. I ain't mad at ya, I'm just hitting you with the real. Huh? If you died for me, I was still tripping. Now, how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This is deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawin' nothing but your study trying to reach, huh? But after him who's able to possess your father's by his glory, Struggle might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point was prophesied way back in the day Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate I know. The fiery prophet of the tribe, you say, why you? But your shirt say, what would Jesus do? Why you asking if he ain't trying to do what he's saying? Huh? He told you he was going to have tribulations, but you thought he was playing. Huh? One minute you tell her how good God is and can't nobody beat to talk. The next minute you backfights so fast, i like like you're moonwalking. Huh? Oh yeah, I'm bitching to myself because I ain't no better. It ain't like I've been following his every word, obeying it to the letter. So we told you, we got to remember that. Regroup, stay on point, hey, yeah. Bow down, confess, repent, stay humble, let him anoint. Huh? It ain't easy as I thought it was, I'd be lying if I told you that. But it showing up getting better all the time, trust me, that's the fact. Ain't never we going through that can't be handled got put that on His tongue. Like they say, you can shout now if you want to Cause the battle's already won So while you're going through the valley, don't even trip You're gonna be on top Quiet in the hook line no more again That's time you don't stop I know we can make
1: we're going to pump the brakes right there. I just had to get a minute to Big Boy Upstairs, you know, because we are living in time of tribulation, all kind of crazy stuff going on out there. But you know what I decided today, hump day, hump day. I feel like if we made it this far, I know we could make it the rest of the week. You know, and uh, it's my wish and my thoughts, you know, hope you believe in Big Boy Upstairs too because, you know, that's what made me decide to run for president because he said I could do anything with his power. You know, I feel like I can't do any worse than anybody else. So when you see my name out there, just know that you heard it first right here that I decided to run for president today. And keep in mind, I might change my mind tomorrow, but that's what I decided to do today, you know. <laughs> anyway, we got a great show lined up for you today as usual. We got Mr. Charles Parker going to be joining us. Um, one second here, and uh, we're going to talk about all the wonderful things he's got going on. Um, you know, his latest single, and we're going to talk about his tour, and uh, we're just going to tap into his brain, you know, and see what he got going on. Because I know he got some stuff going on he wants all his fans to know. You know what I mean? So hang on in there. We'll be right back with Mr. Charles Parker.
2: I am, envy. I am envy. in the I am in with your hoe in the mind pattern. I'm independent, but a minute, i am feeling fine
1: name, no relationship out of New York, wonderful, wonderful vocalist and writer, put that together for us, I love that, love that, let me see if our guest today has arrived, you know I heard his private plane was circling the airport and he had to clear some of them big jets so he could land, so let me see if you with us, Park, are you with us?
0: Hey Lamont, I'm right here.
1: How you doing today, sir?
0: I'm good. good. How are you? Yeah
1: you oh man i'm wonderful boy he gave it gave me another day to be on the side of the ground so i think i'm doing well
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's a good thank
1: so man i understand you got some great stuff going on with with your music and stuff you know and we got a got a bunch of questions lined up for you and i know our listeners are waiting to hear some of your music um but I got 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 a whole bunch of questions for you, but they they backwards to me, so I'm just gonna go the way I know how to go. If you don't have a problem with that,
3: <laughs> that's
1: okay. Yeah, well, yeah i prime. Yeah. Okay, well come on, Paul, You gotta talk up, man. You sound like you shy, <laughs> just a quiet gentleman, man. I'm used to I'm used to guys that play your kind of music It'll be a little louder, but I understand. <laughs>
3: It's been a it's been a long week of rock rock and roll shows here.
1: Oh wow, yeah, I could definitely understand that. Have you seen Have you seen uh, uh, the Dirt yet?
3: Oh yeah, I saw that when it first came out on Netflix. It's a pretty good movie. Okay. What, what did you think of that? Did you like that?
1: Uh, well, you know, here here you go. True story. I was kind of around, you know, the Roxy doing that whole whole time, you know. Um, uh, a little different genre, you know, with Sly Stone and a whole bunch of those guys. But, you know, um, the Ro- Roxy, uh, Whiskey, a go-go, and all those things was really a big hangout. And fast forward uh, later on here in life, you know, um, I became friends with this guy named Vince Neal. So uh-huh. I'm sure you know who he is. Yeah, I'm,
3: I've I've heard his name somewhere. Uh- <laughs> we
1: grew, so we grew up so while you we know, grew. yeah. So you know, to 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 watch the movie and and know the people in real life and trying to put the two together, you know, sometimes is a task.
3: Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard it was a little different. That, you know, the the movie was a little uh, far fetched from from the truth, I guess.
1: They got to get people to come in there and watch it,
3: you know. <laughs> you gotta exactly. got to come in there.
1: Well, well, Mr. Parker, well, tell our listeners a little bit. I'm going to start from the beginning because there's a whole lot of uh, Charles Parkers out there. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, young artists is trying to get to be where you are today. So let's, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, who's Charles Parker, and how did you get involved in this music business and uh, did your parents play? Did you play as a youngster in school? Uh, where did you get the bug at?
3: Well, I, I started out, you know, you, you hear music on the radio and, and TV. And and I had my, my mother bought me a guitar when I was young, probably 10 years old or so, acoustic guitar, and, and just wanted to learn how to play. And over the years, I just kind of picked up songs and you know, tried to learn how to play everything I possibly could. And that worked out well to To be a full-time working musician, because I learned so many different types of music, um, I actually play in five bands right now. I have I have tribute bands and and uh, cover bands along with with the original music that I'm doing. So um, I guess you know falling back on that as as my day job. You know I'm I'm a full-time musician and you know a songwriter. So. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I, I don't have to. I don't have to go to work in a, in a factory or or drive a truck. I just play music for a living. So, um, you know, growing up with all those influences made that happen for me.
1: Well, that's great. How do how do you find? Well, I was going to ask you how do you find time to rehearse, but I guess playing with so many different. Uh, Situations that's almost like rehearsal within itself.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. We just um, if we're gonna do a new song, we we kind of pick it up on the way and 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 just kind of do it do it at the show. Uh, guys, I play with have been playing for for a while, so it's pretty easy, pretty easy to do that. And you know, when we we write new songs, we'll go into the studio and and lay down the parts. So we kind of kind of build it in studio and. Yeah, there's not really a lot of time to rehearse.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. You know, you're playing with so many situations, almost like, you know, rehearsing in itself. You know, you don't have to worry about um, keeping your chops up, so to speak.
3: Um, No, no,
1: not a a lot. The fact that you're always on your feet.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like, you know, the time to practice is, is at the live show.
1: Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. And and, and uh, I guess the fans get to hear it first. Well, who are some? Of, who are some of your musical influences?
3: Wow, it's all it's all over the place. I I play so much, so many different things. I mean, growing up, you know, you you would hear the stuff on the radio, the 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 pop music of the day. Um you know obviously i'm i'm in a beatles tribute band so so the beatles are a big influence and you know they've written some of the best pop music ever you know uh, kind of gone along and and you know learned a lot of rock stuff and then into the countryside of things where you know you pick up the the allen jacksons keith urban's uh, things like that you know there's there's just so much music out there and uh i tried to learn from from all different, you know, all different outlets and all different, all different artists to um, kind of put the sound together. Uh, it's just, just so many, so many people.
1: Wow, well, that's a great experience too. Yeah, that's a great experience too because you know you get to play with so many different people, you know, and especially, uh, I, I don't know, I guess. That just makes you, I guess, in my opinion, a well-rounded uh, musician. When you get so many different yeah, influences and get to play with so many people,
3: and and you learn from that. I think that that I've learned so much from from other musicians and other other artists, and that that helps in a way of of creating your own thing. You know, you don't try to copy them, but you take the influences that you've you've learned over the years, and you incorporate that into what you do.
1: That's a definitely one good good way to stay relevant, too. Oh, definitely. You know, so many artists, you know, they, they're they great artists, but they stay in the woodshed, and they don't really open up their ears to really see what's really going on out there. And I always ask them, I mean, are, are you, it's great to make music for yourself, you know, if you're not trying to eat from it. But then, if if you you're doing it for the love of music as well, you know, and that's your way of supporting yourself, you really kind of got to open yourself up and kind of listen to what's really going on out there.
3: I tell you, when I when I was a kid, you know, I I refused to play some of the popular music because I was I was too cool for that. I was I was a kid. I was playing, you know, in the rock bands. I was playing in in the heavier bands, and I had one of my father's friends came to me and he said. Why don't you play some Jimmy Buffett? Why don't you play some, you know, Brown Eyed Girl? And I was like, I'll never do that, you know. And dumb kid. And I said, I said that to him. And it, the funny thing now is, I have a band that plays nothing but Jimmy Buffett and Brown Eyed Girl. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey,
1: well, I, I learned one lesson a long time ago: is never say what I won't won't do. I always say what I don't think I will do.
3: Yeah, exactly. Never say never because uh, you never know what's going to happen down the road.
1: Yep, you turn around and have to eat those words, and sometimes they don't taste so good.
3: No, no, but it's all worked out in the end. You know, it's 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 a fun time playing that kind of music, and people like that, and uh, you know, it's it's a way to survive in in the music business.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So understand you got two 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 uh um two songs that's popping out there right now you got party girl remix and and love is love is us is love is us that's the most recent single correct
3: that's the most recent that came out in uh mid July so it's only about a month so a little over a month out
1: and uh and and party girl was out prior to that
3: party girls came out last summer so that that, that's that been around for a little while, but it's still it's still hanging in there.
4: Right.
1: Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do, man. We're going to hit our listeners off with Party Girls, and uh, we're going to come back with with the newest one after we let them put their ears on this. How about that?
3: That sounds good to me.
1: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're with Mr. Charles Park, and you know whom I'm is. And uh, we're going to play for you, Party Girl. So let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this.
4: Keep well, uh, y- shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Party girl, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Party girl, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing.
2: Girl, Miss Dramaganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K-Bitty, check, check. you
4: listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah.
1: Yeah, thank you. We're back with Mr. Charles Parker, boy, and that was uh, Party Girls. I, I know that had him up all over the country, didn't it?
3: <laughs> it's a fun song, yeah. I hope, I hope they were up dancing. That-
1: Oh yeah, well, I, I know that was one that got him up, got him up, boy, because everybody could relate to that, and everybody wanted a party.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, I I wrote that song, you know, purposely for that, and um, it did it did okay. When I did all right on radio, it um it it became a line dance around the country, which was strange to me. I didn't I didn't know that. There was a, a line dance chart. It went to number three on the line dance chart, and uh, and then I, I saw people popping up on YouTube with with videos doing the line dance to that song. So it was it was sort of out of out of nowhere and uh, very very interesting.
1: <laughs> hey, look! Isn't it wonderful when it's it's really not expected, but then all of a sudden it starts blowing up for you?
3: Oh, that's great! It's a, it's a fun thing and. You know, for for people to 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 write a write a dance. You know, dance steps to your song. That's that's amazing.
1: Yeah, well that's where the longevity comes in, man. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> that's where the longevity comes in. That become the what a line dance favorite and all the DJs across the country, they add that to their mix. Come on, that's that's kinda like where you want it to be.
3: Exactly, I, I I love it. Keep keep it up. Keep it keep it going. That song can go go as long as it, you know, as long as they want it to.
1: So, um, uh, did you guys do? You mentioned some other people did videos to it. Did you guys do a video to
3: it yourself? I did a video. Uh, shot a video. I guess I guess it was last sometime last summer, and and put it up, and it's it's available on YouTube and all over. You know you. You know, the Internet, you just type in Charles Parker Party Girls, and it'll pop up everywhere.
1: Right. Well, you guys heard it right here, so go check out uh, Mr. Parker and definitely check out that song, you know, and put on your cowboy boots and get to doing your thing, you know. Get up and, and take shake your party maker.
3: <laughs> so
1: I see something else interesting here. Uh, you you got to wear Little Rich's jacket. How was that? What was that about?
3: Oh, that that was that was great. Uh, I went to to uh, do a photo shoot down in Nashville um, about two weeks ago, I guess, and we went to um, the, the costume maker Manuel, and jackets and, and costumes were in his shop, and uh, there was this purple jacket on on a mannequin, and it, it happened to be Little Richard's jacket, and it was, you know, full of full of sparkles, full of full of stones, and and shiny and you know, everything you'd, ex- everything you expect from little Richard. And, uh, yeah, I got to do some, some photos in his jacket. I guess that was interesting.
1: I, I I met that, uh, young man many years ago as well. I mean, he's definitely a character.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's beginning a rock and roll. You know, I, I actually saw a, uh, a story on him this morning. There was a, like a, documentary, a Little Richard, and a lot of great stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely influenced uh, a lot of musicians, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of musicians. So listen, we're going to move on to your, I don't know, I don't know, let me see. We're going to let our listeners hear some more of you, and then we're going to save your newest for last, because I want our listeners to take that away with them. So we're gonna go on to um, let me see. Got some of your stuff here, Mr. Parker. So you got any shows lined up in the immediate future?
3: I'm playing nonstop. I, I just this is my first day off in the last six or seven days. Uh, we're all over the place. I tomorrow I, I have a, a country show in um, in Baltimore. Friday, we're up in Cape May, New Jersey, on the beach, and um, then we're down over the weekend. I think for Labor Day weekend, we're down in Ocean City, Maryland, just also the beach area around here, and um, it's just it's just nonstop in the summertime.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you might want to tell our listeners in Baltimore where you're going to be at so they can come see you.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. If you're listening in Baltimore. Uh, was today? Thursday, tomorrow's Thursday. So Long Beach Marina on Thursday for their country night. Friday, we're in Cape May, New Jersey, at the, right on the beach at the uh, convention hall. So they set us up out on the beach. And uh, Sunday, we're down in Deal Island, Maryland, for their um, Deal Island celebration. I think it's like their 50th year anniversary. So we're doing that concert. And then Monday, we're at uh, Sunset Grill in Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. See, so many, many so, uh, opportunities.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. You told them exactly where they can come see you, so they just wanted to drive around the state.
3: <laughs> That's a lot of driving. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. At least this way you narrowed it down just a little bit. You know what
2: I mean? One
3: end of yeah, one end of the state to the other end, and then and then in New Jersey yeah. in, in between.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Like who, so listen, who routes got,
1: uh, I don't know but listen it must be fun and they must be getting paid for doing it or something Oh,
3: it's always fun. It's we always got, fun to do this.
1: Yes, yes it is cuz you meet so many great people, you know, and Oh yeah. and uh and I always say music is the international and maybe even the global language. 'Cause you can touch so many people and so many different people can relate to your message and you know, you can elicit so many different emotions just by your songs.
3: Yeah, definitely definitely I hope they, you know, they take something away from, from what you're writing and and, you know, appreciate that and and I think it, it everybody has a different it, different meaning. It means it means something to, to everyone, you know, even though you may have written it in one way. You know the listener may listen and and think about it in a different way and it it may fit their life in a different way than you ever intended, but that's fine too, you know, as long as it works right. for them
1: that's true, that's true. well, we gotta um say goodbye, queued up. you
3: want to tell us a little bit about that? Say goodbye okay yeah that was we almost forgot about that one that came out that came out right after party girls and right before love is us. So that's that's in the middle, and that's, uh, you know, just your typical love song, I suppose, you know, just, um, you know, I, I think we kind of quoted that as if, you know, if you love someone, set them free, and if they return, then they're yours. And that was, that was sort of a good quote for that, that song.
1: I was just wondering if she was kicking you out or you were kicking her out.
3: No, you know, I don't think it had to really do with anyone in particular. It was just a, uh, you know, just just a song kind of written about that subject. But it didn't. It didn't personally happen to me. <laughs> but, but, like yeah. I said, you know, if you, if you can relate to that, then you know, take it as you as you will and uh, <laughs> make it your own.
1: Uh, I get kicked out every time I ask for some hog maws and chitlins.
3: Not really <laughs>
1: <laughs> Say goodbye Say
3: goodbye
4: Lamar. <laughs> Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah Yeah well, listen my loyal listeners We got Mr. Charles Parker here And what we want you to do Is turn the air conditioner up And let the windows down And put your ears on this This is uh, Say Goodbye With Mr. Charles Parker
4: take me with your sorrow
1: Sorry, Charles Parker, but you got a great name because Charlie Parker was a famous guy as well.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, like, get mistaken for that all the time.
4: <laughs> I said, yeah, that was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: actually, that was my that was my grandfather because he's he's he was he was back a long time ago. So
1: <laughs> oh yeah, boy, look, he plays some really great music, boy. He has some big shoes, boy. So people try to fill his shoes, they had to really come with it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, you know what? So I, I remember when Go ahead, I'm sorry. I I remember when when the uh when I put my first song out, um uh, it went up on on the YouTube and uh somebody commented on it and says, "That's not Charlie Parker. He's a jazz musician, you know, like it's like
4: you no. Know, it's just
3: <laughs> someone else, same, you know, same name, but <laughs> so yeah, it was uh it, it's interesting having that having the same name.
1: Yeah, it did. A different genre, good to have the same name, because that, hey, that's got to help in the rating somewhere. <laughs> you know what
4: I mean? Uh, yeah. Look, his uh, stuff
1: <laughs> come up, yours too. <laughs> yours will come up too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Hey, look, that definitely yeah. can't hurt having a similar name to a famous person.
3: Oh, no, definitely.
1: So, so, so Charles, do um, you play any other instruments, or what's your main instrument?
3: Um, uh, main instrument is guitar. I play guitar and sing in, in, in most of the bands, but I can also play piano. Um, I've done that for a while, so you know, I, I, I do a little bit of that and actually the next song we're working on is, is based around piano. I wrote that on the piano, so we're looking forward to doing that. But that's that's a little down the road. Well, talk
1: to us a little bit about your, your creative your writing process because I know different artists, different singers, different musicians. You know they 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 go into the woodshed a little bit differently. So, how, what do you do? Do you relate on past experiences, or you just get an idea, or how do you work?
3: Well, it 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 just it comes from a lot of different places. I I usually sit with with an acoustic guitar and. Um, decide to, you know, if I'm actually trying to write a song, I'll sit down with a piece of guitar. Sometimes it just comes to you when you're you're not trying at all. And sometimes you'll have an idea pop into your head or you'll get maybe a chorus or, or just you'll, you'll be humming something and, and it kind of turns into, into a song. And um, they just come out of out of nowhere. You know, the, one of the first songs I've ever written, I was sleeping and I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this chorus in my head. And uh, back then, you know, I had the, the portable tape recorder. So I, I sang it into the, in the tape recorder and, you know, woke up the next day. and Because, you know, if I would have just gone back to sleep, it would have been gone forever. I would have never remembered. And uh, got up the next day and, and started working on the song and wrote the verses and, and finished the song. And it's kind of amazing how that happens. And, you know, in the Party Girl situation, I thought that um, that was sort of, Uh, i did that on purpose because the first song i put out was a song called bring back the sun and it was more along the lines of of the eagles or hootie and the blowfish and um went to radio and it did okay but everybody was after this bro country sound so i thought you know what i'm going to blatantly do what you what you say you want and uh i wrote party girl so that was kind of intentional um but you know they come from a lot of different places.
1: Well, you're smart in one respect. I mean, when you got when you got that vision, when you got that got that melody in your head to you jump up and put it down. Because I always make that mistake. You know, I'm half sleeping. I think about something, or I will come up with a good line, and, and I'll actually tell myself. I'm gonna remember this, and I'll repeat it a few times. I'm gonna remember this, and then you go to sleep, and when you wake up, it's a rap. <laughs>
4: oh yeah, yeah, you I never
1: remember supposed, that. I knew I was supposed I, to remember something.
3: I've lost so many songs that way of just not getting up, and going to sleep. But now, now you got the, you know, with the cell phones, you got the voice recorder on the cell phone. So you, you just hit your, hit your voice recorder on the cell phone, sing it in, and the next day it's there. You know, when you wake up, yeah. you got it on your phone.
1: Supposed to do if you're really smart, you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, you, you got to keep those ideas us, because
1: yeah, yeah. Some of us tell ourselves, "Oh yeah, well I'm gonna remember it." Yeah, you know
3: <laughs> that that will never happen. <laughs> You'll never remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: look, especially at this age, boy. Look, you remember nothing, so you better put it down
3: somewhere.
1: No, we so don't even remember we had dinner last night. <laughs> No, that's true. That's, that, that is so true. That is so true. So what do you think about um, I know you've been doing this music business for a while. What do you think about You know the, the internet? What uh, should I say? How important do you feel like social network social network it is in terms of the artists and the industry today?
3: Well, I think it's everything today. I think that you know especially for indie artists you know back in in the in the old days and old days meaning even 10 years ago you had to have a record label you had to have distribution to a record label or your music was never heard and now with with you know all the social media sites with the Spotify iTunes Google Play all those all those outlets anyone can release music to the world and that's so important today because, you know, growing up, we didn't have that opportunity. And, you know, I right. could tell you stories of, of record labels and rejections, and, you know, we've all had. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, you know, definitely a, a positive thing with, with the internet.
1: Let me ask you this one, because I had a conversation with an artist uh, about a week ago, and they have. So much material out in, in, in out there now uh, with different situations. They just do songs, you know, and they they have this idea that uh, you know they don't want to sign with a label. Like I said, they want to be just independent, and do their own thing. But you know, they got a lot of music out there in the marketplace, and you know, I'm kind of like from the old school. You know, what I mean. I, it's my thought, you know. You got to work one project at a time, because if you got too much mm-hmm. stuff out there, your, your 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 fans they don't really know what to listen to or what to buy. You know what I mean? It's almost no. like you know go, going in a smorgasbord and you see all this food. And for me, if I look at too much stuff, it I kind of messes with my appetite. If I got fewer choices, I'm better. <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I just, so, what do you say, think? you think you know, it's a good
1: idea to you think it's a good idea to have a whole bunch of music out there or you just work feel it's best to work one project at a time
3: i think I think one at a time is is the way to go I mean because as you go along in your career, you're always going to have the past past releases, so you know they can always go back and hear what you did before, but promoting you know the the attention span of most people. Will not look at all those choices you know they're going to look at one choice and if you promote your single that you released today or or you know the most recent single, I think that's the one you you need to put all your all your time into and and as an indie artist you you don't have a, a corporation behind you promoting this, and that's that's sort of the you know is it better to be with a label be an indie artist with with a label behind you you have a whole team working you know you have many many people calling radio calling you know you got you have a lot of help when you're indie you have one or two people that are trying to do it all and you know so so to flood the market with with all these songs it's it's going to be kind of tough to to promote all those songs
1: Well, and that brought about my next uh, question to this particular artist. I I asked them, are you doing music for yourself, or are you doing this because you're doing it as a career and you look to be able to sustain yourself by the income from this? Because to me, the answer to those questions would um, not really make me understand why they were doing what they are doing, because coming from where I came from as an artist, uh, producer, manager, and a label, you know, nothing about how this is going down makes sense to me. You know what I mean? But everybody got the right to do what they do doing the way they want to do it. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's totally confusing to me because I'm like, why would you do this? How are you, how are you even tracking anything that you're doing? And and what would be the purpose of it, you know, outside yeah, of I, think I just like recording, you know? <laughs>
3: and that's a wonderful thing, you know. The recording studio is is, is it's the best. You can go in and you can create, you know, you just create anything you want to create in there. And it doesn't have to be for anyone else. It doesn't have to be for the fans. I mean, I tell a lot of lot of musicians that I know, you know, it's really, you know, why are you doing this? You have to figure out why you're doing it first before you do it. If you're doing it for yourself, have at it, you know, do whatever you like, whatever makes you happy. But if you're doing it for you know, for the career, then you're going to have to follow a few guidelines and um, and make it fit fit what it needs to fit to um, to get it to the masses of people. So yeah, it is, it really is comes down to you know you got to figure out why you're doing it. Why are you doing it? Right. First before before you do it.
1: Well I totally agree and I just wanted to put that out there for, you know, some of the other artists that's trying to be in this business try to first make that decision because from that point it kinda of puts you on the right street.
3: Oh yeah. And it's a tough business anyway. You know, if it if it was easy everybody would do it and everyone would be, you know, Taylor Swift. But yeah, unfortunately and we're and not it's so hard to, that.
1: and you know it, and it takes years, and people don't understand this. You know, it, it takes years, and and to put together a real good team, should I say? You know, it, you need oh, a real exactly. good team. You know, this is really nothing that you could do by yourself, even though you think you can. But. No, you you need a team, and you go through a few people to get to those people. So get oh, exactly, ready. Exactly. <laughs> you, yeah, you you
3: you you find a lot of a lot of the wrong people before you find a lot of the right people. And, and, and you know, and the more and,
1: successful. Hey, look, and the more successful you become, the more the wrong ones gonna come.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. They all come, and you know, and you figure out who who works best for you and who who can actually get the job done. I mean, the competition is. Is way you know way overwhelming out there, and you know I was told that from the beginning. You know a, a lot of radio promotions guys are you know are coming at me. say, like, well, you know it's really really competitive. You you're, are you sure you want to do this? Sure you sure? It's like well, of course. If I didn't want to do it, I <laughs> I wouldn't be doing it at all. Like, but but you got to keep in mind that it is very very competitive, and and a lot of the major label acts are. Are going to dominate because they have the money behind them. They have the labels behind them, and uh, in the in the end, it seems to come down to that. You know.
1: Have you ever had the experience where a, a radio person wanted to reproduce one of your songs?
3: You know, not 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 really. No, I mean sometimes you. We have some radio people that make suggestions. But no right. one has kind of gone as far as wanting to redo one.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I really should have said—suggestions. I think you need a little bit more of this, or I think this would sound better if it had a little more of that. You know?
3: Yeah, I had a—I had one guy say, you know, you should add a banjo to this song. <laughs> Just wanted to hear the banjo. So uh, I think that's all. That's about all I've had so far. Uh-huh. But,
1: you know, I can banjo you for me. that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A banjo, okay? That's, yeah, that's an that interesting banjo
3: line in that. concept. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, listen, man, we've been having everybody wait long enough, so I think we need to go ahead and 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 play "Love Is Us" for them. We definitely need more of that in this world, boy, because every time I look up, every time I turn on the TV, man, it's some craziness going on in some parts of the world.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely, if everybody just get along and then, you know, the song was, was about, you know, just as long as you have each other, that's all you really need. Didn't didn't matter where you live, what you own, what you have. It just, you know. You, you can survive. You know, there, there's other things that are just material things. And uh, that's why I wrote the song. And uh, hopefully people can, you know, you, use that in their life.
4: Yes.
1: Because we definitely, definitely need more of that. So everybody, you know the drill. Turn the air conditioner up. Let the windows down and put your ear on this. This is Mr. Charles Parker and this is his his newest single, so I know you guys gonna go out there and support and let everybody know where you heard it. You heard it right here on I am Indy. So here you go. Love is us. Hey, yes, we're back in the building with Mr. Charles Parker. And that was Love Is Us. And if you missed any part of the show, it'll be available for everyone in its entirety in about ten minutes all over the world, so you ain't got no excuse. And if you don't know where to hear the show, just type it in, Google it, and it'll come up, and if that don't work for you, Ask your mama to ask your daddy, ask the neighbor to ask the guy across the street and the milkman. Somebody will know how to hear this show so you can kind of hear what you missed. So that won't be no excuse. Got it? Got it. Mr. Charles Parker, how you doing? We're back.
3: I'm good. I'm good. I like that song. You like that song?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, it, it definitely speaks.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that, it, so, you know, it resonates in a lot of people.
1: So did you have the same situation that it hit you earlier in the morning, or were you just walking around, or were you just looking at the news? And...
3: I am uh, watching TV, and I saw this commercial, and uh, I saw that, you know, I think it was sort of like a Valentine's Day thing, actually, and I thought, well, this would be a good uh, a good topic and uh, kind of came up with that you know telling a story about you know about how it came together, where you know the couple were are just kinda they really didn't have any any idea of what they were doing or where they were going, and you know the building the castle of sand kind of reminded me of well, it doesn't matter if you live on the beach if you if you're if you're living actually in the sand on the beach or you have a a big condo you know it 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 doesn't really matter. It's, it's all the same as as long as they had each other. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is, 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 you know, I wish I had the answer, you know, to tell you how to do this because everyone's looking for love in the world. It seems, you know, you see that out there all the time. And if I had the answer, I'd give it to you. But, you know, I I think you might have to find it, but once you find it, it's, it's, it's a good thing.
1: yep once you find it that's an interesting situation too, because a lot of people have' it and don't realize they have it
3: yeah yeah I think so, I think
1: so yeah they too busy stuff. watching uh these rea- they're too busy watching these uh reality shows uh, <laughs> to tell them to tell them what love is and how they should react and what they should be looking for and people are so judgmental. They need to stop that. You know what I mean? Cuz just because it don't work for you, don't mean it don't work for the next person.
3: Yeah, exactly. Not everyone's the same. Not everyone's looking for the same thing. Not every, you know, people that people are all different. And that's what makes everything good. If everyone is the right. same, that would that would be fun.
1: Well, Charles tell us tell us a secret, man. I I know you got what 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 is your hobby? You know, mine is that. Well, I don't have it yet, but I'm gonna try to teach myself how to paint. For some reasons, man, I wanna, um, I wanna get me a, a a big easel and get the whole outfit. You know, the
3: little funny looking hat,
1: and I wanna teach myself how to paint.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good thing. I I went to a show um, a couple weeks ago. It was a Kiss concert. We went to see Kiss, and the opening <clears throat> act was a painter. There was a guy on stage painting a picture. That was the opening act of a KISS mm-hmm. concert. So, that sounds like a wonderful hobby to have.
4: Well, but, for, me, for me, you
3: know, the,
1: for me, I could never I could never draw stick people. See, that's why I'm going there. All through school, yeah. I could never draw stick people. I mean, that is so to the left of everything. Everything. But that's what I'm going to teach myself how to do. So I know you got something. What do you do? You fish, you hunt. I know you do music, but what is it that you do that kind of relaxes you?
3: Man, I, there's there's not a whole time a whole lot of time to relax these days, you know. All these shows and we're playing like most every day. So to actually come home and to watch TV is a wonderful thing <laughs> because you know, being being in a van, being driving all over the, you know, all over the East Coast and, um, you know, in a van. You get to the show, you set up, you play the show, you get in the van you drive to the next place to actually get to be home and, and you know, pet the dog and watch TV is, is a good right. hobby to have these days. But, you know, I don't know. If, if I wasn't doing that, maybe ride, bike riding or playing basketball or, or something, you know, something outside, some, something sports-oriented. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: we all got something. And I know you probably got something else. You just haven't thought about it. You know, because I find myself tinkering with computers, you know, um, even fishing. I I like to deep-sea fish because it it takes me out far enough in the ocean where my telephones don't work. You know, I always got two telephones with me constantly.
4: (laughs) And I'm
1: I'm always working. So I got to basically put myself in a situation where I can't work. You know, because uh, you know you burn out, man. Come on, and and I'm uh, not saying that maybe for for you, but you know, sometimes you just got to turn it off so you can turn it on.
3: Oh, exactly. Do You remember those days when we didn't have that? We didn't have a phone in our hand. We didn't yes. have yes any of that. Yes, that was yes. You know, we 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 went outside. <laughs> we went outside. Kids would go outside and play. They'd ride their bike and climb trees and play football. <laughs> What happened?
1: Oh, and, and that was the same that that was the same time you knew at least fifty, sixty phone numbers off the top of your head and you do good now if you know at least five.
3: Exactly. Exactly like you knew everybody's phone number.
1: Everybody's.
3: That's Or you had it in a book. Remember that?
1: <laughs> yep. 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 I, you know, I just think about that. I used to remember everybody pretty much that was in my close circle that I needed to talk to in any reg, in reg, any regularity. I could just run off their phone numbers really, really quick. But now I'm like, uh wait a minute
3: <laughs>
1: Let me mm-hmm. <laughs> pick up my let me pick All up my do. cell.
3: Exactly. You go in and press a button and it does it for you. And I think I think that makes yeah. that makes everybody that makes your mind lazy, so it does it's, uh, We need to get back to that a little bit
1: I I think so too Very much so And, and, and quick Because people have lost the ability to, to reason You know I keep hearing on the news well, We're going to outlaw guns We're going to outlaw guns But I'm of a mind too Coming from Texas Man I had a BB gun before I could even ride a bicycle good You know guns don't yeah. kill people People kill people People kill people The guns don't kill them you know what I'm saying? So if it before guns, what they gonna do? Outlaw rocks? They gonna outlaw knives next? They need to put the focus yeah, yeah. on where it really needs to be, and and address these issues with these people. Because other than that, it's not gonna change.
3: Yeah, but it's unfortunate that you you can never know where it's coming from. You know, you you don't know. There 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 aren't always warning signs, and um, and that's unfortunate. You know.
1: Have you ever heard a crazy person say they're crazy?
3: <laughs> not many. <laughs>
1: no, not, not many, really. But I think that's where the effort, I mean, the effort and the attention should be focused. But anyway, listen, listen, Charles, we're down to the last minute of the sort of show, and I want, again, for you to tell your, the people where they can go get your music and where you're going to be. I want to get this
3: one to you. Okay. Uh, the best place, charlesparkermusic.com. And, uh Facebook, Instagram is all Charles Parker Music. So it's pretty simple. It's all the same address. Uh, but, Jay, yeah, you can go there, go to the website. You can you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. You could download the music from iTunes and Apple Music and Google Play. You could stream on Spotify. So, you know, it would be great if everybody would go there and, and do that, and I have a, a lot of followers. Thank
1: All righty. and I appreciate you, man, taking time out to come through and chat with us. And, you know, we're going to continue
3: to play your music on this end. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, Lamont.
1: Oh, definitely appreciate you, man. And uh, think about taking some time out to go do some fishing or something, man.
3: Yeah, we're going to have to go fishing sometime.
1: Yes, sir. All right, thank you very much, man, and definitely enjoyed you. And uh, we'll have you back on soon.
3: Sounds good. Thanks.
1: All right, Mr. Charles Parker, everybody. And, again, if you didn't hear the show or missed part of it, it'll be ready worldwide in a few minutes so you don't have no excuse. And this is your boy, Lamont Patterson. You've been listening to I Am Indian. Don't go nowhere just yet. Here's one of our new singles, Babylon, y'all. Guess what, up.